Can somebody message me? I feel like we keep losing her, or is it just me? Um, oh, and she's gone completely now. We'll wait for her to come back. Um, but I feel like the gist of what she was saying, which is super, super powerful, is that yesterday um, we were talking about making powerful decisions. And in the midst of that, um, she came to the stage to speak and at the same time, we happen to be talking about the power of words and how words are super painful. Oh, Dawn, you're back. We kept losing you. Um, it literally was cutting in and out. So if you just want to literally, if you can hear me and you can unmute, then you can continue. But we keep dropping, keeps dropping in and out. You're currently muted, by the way. Not sure if she's there. Um, but yeah, can somebody, mum, can you message Dawn and just let her know we can't hear her properly. Maybe she needs to disconnect from her internet and use her phone Wi-Fi. Um, someone else, if you're in the room, can you just let me know if you can hear me clearly or if the whole room is dropping? I'm not sure. Um, if someone just lets me know, that will be amazing. Miss, oh, Rachel's coming up. Okay. Uh, can you hear me, Rachel? I can. Good morning, ladies. Yes, I can. Grand rising. Grand rising to you as well. Um, Dawn is cutting out. I can't hear her. Every other word I keep hearing. Me too. Which are lovely and clear. Oh, lovely. Okay, great. Thank you. Do you have anything you wanted to say before I say anything? No, I just got up all motivated this morning. My aunt said to me I should join, and I got up dead at seven. Imagine that without an alarm. Yeah. Joining this morning. And I was thinking, I'll give you a call a little later about... Elevate. Yes. Yes, yes please just, do. We'll talk about that later. But yes, I'm just taking a listen this morning. Awesome. Thank you, Mama. Bye. Miss no Bye, honey. Miss Dawn, are you back? Just unmute when you're back. Um, but yeah, and Dawn messaged me as soon as I played that song and she was like, can I come to the stage? I was like, of course. So I really wanted her to be able to just express. Um, and it's crazy. Look at the connection. Um, and she was explaining that she's been through a cancer journey and her blogs was her way of expressing and getting it out and being free in the moment. But once her mum passed, it was hard to continue with the blogs. And to be honest, after my clubhouse yesterday, my family rallied around me. They, I answered a call thinking it was one of them. It was what, five of them or something. <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay. And to be honest, I feel like this morning has just given me um, clarity as to why it is important to keep doing these stuff and to keep um, the space open. My, my intention was never to shut the space completely. But one thing that I realize is when we're giving and we're nurturing others is so, 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 so important that you continue to nurture yourself, but never stop doing what's good for you. Never stop doing what helps you feel good. Never stop doing what makes you feel amazing. And when you're an empath and when you're a giver, oh, are you back, Dawn? We got... Yes, we can hear you. I think I might be. I'm so sorry. I didn't realise that you couldn't hear me. 
Yeah, we were like, Dawn, Dawn, we can't hear you, <laughs> but we can hear you good now. So, okay. go. Bless you. Okay, so I wanted to um, explain um, if for anybody who listened to the room yesterday, um, me choking <laughs> because um, Tanya happened to mention something. I don't know whether you called this before, but um, the room was about powerful women and being powerful you know being described as bitches um but i actually described tanya as a powerful witch um because it seems that whatever i'm going through this woman just seems to know and pops up with saying something that resonates um can you all hear me still yep you're perfect now okay so um I don't know who actually knows on here, but I had cancer a few years ago and I had annual checkups. So this year has been a bit late. I had my scan last week and I'm due to have my results in a couple of weeks. On top of that, I heard about a friend whose mum has recently passed away and that's due to cancer coming back again for the second time and unfortunately she didn't make it so it's been a highly kind of emotional time anyway um also a blogger and i've written 90 blogs and i am currently in the process of building a website and putting them into groups so to make it easier for people to access and read and um with the help of lovely Ishmael, by the way, Kirsty's other half. And I have been reading, I've been going over a group of blogs that I have written in regards to my illness and the journey throughout. And one of them happened to be called Sticks and Stones, which is what Tani brought up yesterday. And for whatever reason, well, no, I wouldn't say for whatever reason, and I, I know what the reason is. I had literally an hour before been reading through this blog, and it basically um, was based on the fact that a family member had told me that I should have died of cancer. So for her to mention it at that time, now also, sorry, I need to mention the fact that I'd written a series of blogs that I kind of got halfway through and didn't finish. And for me, it was like, therapy because um i was going through this whole drama with my family and there was no way that i could talk about it but writing comes easy for me it comes a hell of a lot easier than talking um so it was just for me my therapy of putting it down on paper and letting it go but that kind of stopped when my mum passed away and i was i'm in an r and in debating about am I going to start these next set of blogs off and, you know, just, just finish it off and whatever. And just hearing Tony speak yesterday, I took it as a sign and it just confirmed it that, yes, you need to do this. You, you really do need to do this. Um, so I literally just wanted to say thank you to Tanya. I know she has cameras somewhere up in my yard. Um, <laughs> I don't know where they are yet. I haven't found them, but um, I'm not even looking to remove them because the signs that come with what she says are just too powerful to ignore. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to kind of explain. I, I tried to keep it under control yesterday, but I literally couldn't. When I say I had a lump in my throat and tears in my eyes and I just could not speak. And even when I was speaking afterwards, I was still trying to get myself 
in control and 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 breathe through it but it was just it was just a lot um but i understand why it happened and i just wanted to say thank you tanya and thank you ladies for listening um yeah i just wanted to get my bit out there before she started today so um thank you all i love that and i appreciate you so much dawn and i'm so grateful that the space created room for you to be able to speak your truth and share your truth and i love that you've done that this morning and i just love that that's even coming after that song that Lauren Hill song, Nothing Even Matters, and there's a load of women in the audience saying thank you so much for sharing Dawn. Um, it just reminds me that we're all going to go through some things at some point in our life, and we will continue to. One thing that I say is life is always happening, but it's how we choose to deal with the happening. And what I love is in the moment yesterday, your emotions just held you and they needed to and you allowed yourself to be present to them. But given the opportunity this morning, you were just like, look, I need to share my truth. And like I said, I had made an announcement that mm, I'm gonna cut down on some of my clubhouse and my family rallied behind me and they were like, no, you're not. Are you sure that's what you need to do? And I was like, yep, because a lot of things need to get done. But through that conversation, it empowered me to ask for help. It empowered me to say, look, I don't have to do so much by myself anymore. Um, and I need to ask for help, like really need to ask for help. And I need to delegate and I need to um, just get a different level of support so that I can be more powerful where I need to be. And so what I love about these spaces that we're creating is everybody's getting lessons should you choose to be present. Everybody's being empowered should you choose to just be present to the moment. And I love when people don't just sit in the audience. I love when people are like, you know what, that moment did this to me. That moment did that to me because we never know how sharing our truth can impact somebody else. I most definitely have cameras <laughs> um, in, in places where, where we're just assigned tribes. We're just assigned people. And I don't even know how we're assigned these people, but that's the power of being connected on a deeper level. And I trust my spirit. And so sometimes I don't even know why whatever's telling me to speak on certain things is telling me to speak on those things. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's what we'll have a conversation with. And then I always say, if just one person, just one person says, do you know what? that message was for me, then I'm good because I know that God's got me where he needs me to be. And I feel like that's trust in the process of life. That's been present to being powerful now. That's the power of waking up and being powerful. The more that you allow yourself to be present, actually be present to whatever it is you're going through, whatever it is you're experiencing, the more you allow yourself to sit in it, the more you allow yourself to digest it, ox quality questions, is the more clarity that you get. And the more clarity that you have is the more you're able to have vision on where you need to go and what you need to do. So it's a cycle and you've got to be willing to allow yourself to be present to the cycle. Miss Tina, you came up when Dawn was speaking. Do you have something to offer or say? Grand rising. Grand rising. So, hear mm, my throat now as soon as I come. Yes, yeah, so Dawn, um, thank you for sharing that. And um, for me, I hear what you're saying. And those of us that have walked 
that journey when when you're diagnosed with cancer and then you go into your head and then you go into different aspects of yourself and like you said you know you have taken your test but due to somebody that was on that journey with cancer um maybe we know the same person but there's a beautiful woman that has been on that journey for a while and it was like she was winning and then recently I heard that she um slipped away and it's just like you said it then puts you you're waiting for your results but it just puts you in a space and it's just beautiful to share that reality because you know Tanya and Claudine witnessed me walking it but there was a part of me that wanted to be present to them and to their future there was part of me that was shit scared like Honestly, there's so much levels, as many of you know. There's some people in the audience as well when we're going through this thing and you're going through the through the test and you're going through the and it's that thing about um like sometimes we're attracting what we don't want by our thoughts because so it's like finding that balance. It was like, okay, and I, you know, so just now when we couldn't hear you, Tanya said, Mom, if you can get through to Dawn. So I rang you. And I said that your Wi-Fi was, but I said to you, breathe in and breathe out. And whether you've done it or not, Dawn, sometimes we're like that, that um, disconnection, because I've been getting kicked out of every room. I've been in every room and talking and people can't hear me. And, you know, this week I've been experiencing that. And when I experience it, I'm like, okay. I'm, uh, you know, like I said yesterday when Tanya said, to stay powerful, what is it? And I said, to stay connected. So one of the things that you said is that you're great with, with blogging and you really are. And, um, but today you wanted to speak it, which is difficult for you. So yesterday, your throat chakra, you choked up your throat chakra. Because when you want to speak your, your truth, our throat, that's why when I started to talk, my throat went <clears throat> like I had to clear it. Sometimes that happens when, when, we're, when we're dealing with our throat chakra, when we're speaking our truth but you spoke your truth and by speaking your truth and by addressing what was what what unfolded in yesterday's room and it was actually claudius that mentioned sticks and stones then tanya re-elaborated on it um so yeah that was definitely spirit bringing up that for you and um, yeah definitely giving you a sign so as your name says dawn you rise like the dawn and you do what you have to do and you create a new dawn it doesn't it it doesn't matter, like that song you say in Lauren Hills, what people wanted for your life, what your creator wanted for your life is what is. So whatever they desired in their words, don't let their words gravitate in you and grow in you because you know who you are. And you know, because we speak on that, I have been through the same kind of situation with people who are assigned with us as family members, you know, when I'm speaking and I say the support of the brother, the care of the sister, and those people have said to me, I said to my sister, who today as we speak is, is the anniversary of her death, and I witnessed my family member saying to her, you don't deserve to be here, you don't deserve to die, you're this, you're that, you know, and words do hurt. And my children saw those words being pitched at a woman that they love, a woman that was caring for them. When the doctor said to me, my life was going to be over, I took them to, the, to my sister. And they could just see her being attacked and, you know, and praise God, I'm still here. You're still here, Dawn. And all we have is this present time. And 
But each day that we are able to wait, each day that we've got the gift of breath, let's do what we have to do. Let's rise and let's shine. Thank you, Tina. Um, and I just want to clarify, it's not that I'm sat here every day thinking about doom and gloom or that, you know, my time's coming up. It's literally just around this time when you're having the checkup and you, you've been there before, so you know what it can be like. So you do get a bit apprehensive and you do think, oh my God, what if, what if? But it's not an everyday occurrence. Um, the same with the words that my brother threw at me. I was fine. I was, you know, I, obviously not at the time, but I got over them. But I think it was just the fact that it was refreshed um, that that day, that very same day. And for her, for Tanya, for Claudius to bring it up and then Tanya to elaborate. And it just all kind of just came together. And yeah, it was just very highly emotional. And as I said, I just literally could not get the words out. But um, but no, don't think that I'm sat here every day moping and thinking doom and gloom and that my time is going to come. It really isn't like that. It's just when it comes to this particular time, you know, you're reminded that you are just a mere mortal and we do only have a certain amount of time on this planet um and to make it count so thank you to, thank you all for your words thank you and so i just want to thank you and for the room i i would never i i know you too good to know that you're sitting there doom and gloom and like i said i've been through that same thing i feel like to tell you not something but i'm not gonna um <laughs> I have tests that I have to go and have and sometimes I'm shit scared of the tests and, and I have to deal with myself so yeah it's real there's going to be times when you're in that space and there's going to be times when you're like right I'm ready for this shit come on let's do this you know so it's different thought processes it's different things that when you're faced with that it's one thing to kind of think something but it's another thing when it's in front of your face so yeah, I don't, I don't think that of you. There's others in the room that we talk, we communicate, and I know that we're just striving to live, you know, in the now and do our best. And one thing I would encourage to both of you, just to reset the room, Grand Rising, we're in this morning talking about waking up to the power of now. And we've had Dawn share a powerful testimony to her journey so far. And um, Miss Tina mum just giving her, you know, some advice. And one thing I will say to everybody in this room, I think, and we came to this kind of conclusion yesterday, that the most powerful thing that you could ever do is make the most powerful decisions for you. There was a time, and I actually remember me and Dawn going back and forth about it on Facebook because I was like, mm-mm. I ain't going for my cervical test. Nope, I'm not going. I don't care what nobody tells me. I am not going. You know why? Because I'm going when I'm ready to go. And people are like, you've got kids. And did I said, and yes, when I am not mentally positioned, emotionally ready, I'm not going in there. I am not going in there to make my anxieties and fears be worse. No. And when I finally built up the courage to go, they did come back abnormal. You think I told anyone? I didn't tell anybody. When I was having my test and they were doing their other scans and whatever, I didn't tell nobody because I didn't need anybody else to put any influence on my experience. I needed to face it by myself and I needed to go through it with me and God, period. 
for other people. They might tell their family, they might need whoever, they might need support. And I think whatever decisions that you make for you, that is the most powerful decision. There was a moment in time where <clears throat> my mum had to keep going back to get her cancer test and go back and go back. And every time we went there, I genuinely felt sick. I felt worried, I felt, it was horrible. And there was one point where I said to my mum, mum, I really don't feel like you should come into this environment anymore. I feel like you've come here, the tests are good. If you feel that you're good within yourself, I don't feel like you should keep putting yourself in that environment because, and I know people who trust the doctors and believe in this and that and the whatever, they will totally disagree with that. And I get it because everybody has to do what's best for them. For me, when I was looking at the way my mum was handling it, facing it, I thought that the worry and the, the, the stuff that was just around her, you're going there week to week, month to month, and you're literally walking in, another person's dead. That person who was sitting here last week, they ain't here now. Do you know how much that brings around you? Mm -mm. You gotta protect yourself. And we've gotta protect ourselves at whatever that looks like to us. For some people, the protection is, going and making sure they're good. Other people is feeling and connecting to their self and making sure they're good. Whatever works for you is the most powerful decision to do. But one thing I would encourage everybody is to continue to take checks on yourself, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Sometimes we only check in when our health hits rock bottom. We don't have a consistent relationship with being healthy. We don't have a consistent relationship with thinking positively. We don't have a consistent relationship with our skin. How do our emotions affect us? Some of you have trained yourself for so long to let your emotions dictate who you are. And I keep saying this, take it off. Some of us have trained ourselves so much that we're good until we're not good. And it's like, if you wake up every single day and you choose to do a spiritual check, an emotional check, a mental check, an emotional every day, a physical check. I love it when people say, I can't exercise because my knees are hurting. Well, that's exactly why you should exercise. I can't exercise because I've got pain in my body. Start moving your body and watch the pain move. Now you might have to switch up the type of exercise that you do because you might have had an injury or different things. I know like for Dawn after chemotherapy, it's caused certain things to happen in her body, which means she can't maneuver in the same way. But it doesn't mean that we can't still have a relationship with being healthy. And these are choices that we get to make. And so I wanna speak about waking up to the power of now and waking up to the power of now really means that we get to wake up to make powerful decisions each day. And I gave you guys a challenge last week and the challenge was to do a gratitude list and affirmations and intentions and to spend five minutes with yourself before you get out of bed. Because I believe that that's a powerful decision to make. But as I was preparing for this room this morning, I was like, oh, what can I share today? What can I talk about? And in our 5 a.m. club, we did an amazing exercise. It was so good. It was so, so good. And it was like nine minutes, nine minutes that shifted the way that we feel, nine minutes that brought us completely into the present of the presence. Notice that I said into the present of the presence. 
unwrapping what we have now, now is a gift. My mum brought it into my awareness this morning that this is the day that my auntie passed. And let me tell y'all something about her spirit. I woke up this morning and normally, quite a lot of the time, I forget to light a candle. But something this morning said to me, light a candle. And so I woke up and I immediately lit a candle. And when I light a candle in the morning, it's with the intention to invite light into my day. But when people pass, and I happen to remember the day that they pass, because I don't always remember the day that people pass, because I prefer to live and celebrate in their life. So I don't choose to focus on the day that they departed. I choose to have a relationship with them in spirit, even though they've crossed over. So my relationship is that they can connect with me at any moment in time. But one thing that's amazing is when I lit that candle and then later on, it came into my awareness that it was the day that my auntie passed. Normally when I do remember it's a day that people pass, I light a candle for them. So it's almost like I'm just setting the intention that their spirit is still light, that their presence can still be with me, that I can still stay connected to them if I choose. And so I love that. I didn't even know, I, I wasn't aware of the day. I didn't have any awareness, but I, when I got the awareness, I was like, ooh, thank you, auntie. And one thing that my auntie was so good at, and the only words that she ever used to say to me was, go on with your bad self. She was so adamant about me living my truth. She knew from young, there was something in me that I really didn't. As much as I care and love and root for people, there's another part of me where I really don't care about people's opinions. I really don't care about fitting into boxes. I really don't care about following any rules or listening to anything other than myself. And I am relentless about it. I always say to men that I'm dating or people um, that I experience, I'm like, guys, I just about listen to my parents. I listen to my parents because I love and respect them. However, above what my parents have to teach me or anybody else, I will always listen to myself first, always. And I believe that that is the same thing that has allowed me and will continue to allow me to stand in my truth at all times. Sometimes we listen to outside voices. We listen to ideas that have been drilled into us our whole life. And we don't even recognize that we're still listening to them. We don't even recognize that we're still tapping into that power. That's not our power. We don't realize how we're confined in these boxes because we've never asked ourselves, like, who am I? What is my voice? And one thing that I keep telling you guys is I noticed that when I really started listening to myself, geez, the way that I spoke to myself, it wasn't nice. And I also had this thing where it was like, well, mum's had cancer, auntie had cancer, granny had cancer, great granny had cancer. Every female that I knew that had passed had cancer. Me and my sister were like, bro, we're gonna have cancer. I thought it was generational. I believe different now. And I also believe that even if we do get cancer, we can fight it. Because I started to study cancer and I started to look at the root of it and I was digesting that, oh, it's bitterness, it's energy stored up that's turned into form. So I try my best to be of light. I try my best to allow light to move in me. I try my best to stay connected to light. 
sometimes you are the light and the light attracts parasites when you turn on your light at night the flies and the wasps and all that they the the moths they come and they hover around the light it's the exact same in our lives when we allow our light to shine so brightly we can sometimes attract things that are less than where we're choosing to hold ourselves accountable to. However, when we choose to maintain this health check with ourselves, when we choose to stay in alignment with being positive, we choose to stay in alignment with checking our emotions, we choose to stay in alignment with living in a healthy mind, we start more and more and more to be able to identify these other parasites as lessons quickly. Nothing has grown and stretched me like the contrast. Nothing has grown and stretched me like the people that didn't believe in me, the people that spoke bad to me. And it's really not even about proving them wrong, but it's about proving yourself. Like, who are you really? And as a result of that, my journal has literally been my best friend. And I will go through seasons, just like Dawn said, where writing is therapy. It ain't even supposed to go nowhere. It's just for me. It's for me to just speak to myself. It's for me to do a health check. It's for me to get it out. As much as I'll go through seasons where affirmations are seriously my best friend, because I know that I'm stepping into a new door and I know that my belief might not be there yet. I know that my faith might not be there yet. So I've got to affirm my way into that door. I understand the power of my tongue. I understand that when I speak, I create. I understand that when I write, I invite. And so I'm happy to write things down that I want to invite into my life. I'm happy to speak things out that I want to create into my life. That's how powerful we are. And so the more and more that we come into this awareness is the more and more that we can consciously make that decision. Write things down that you want to invite into your life. Speak things out that you want to create into your life. And dance between the both of them. Some of us can easily write and we're beautiful writers. Some of you can write beautifully and you probably haven't even identified yourself as a writer. Just as much as some people can speak beautifully and get what they want out through their speaking. Some people get it out through dance. When you see some people dance, do you see them speaking? Just like some people might play it in music and the music speaks to you. These are our gifts and these are what we must continue to unwrap in the present. Sometimes we feel these gifts are just for us. Look at God, all of my writing, the affirmations, and it's like, we were talking the other day about some of the stick collections, and one of the stick collections that sold out like straight away, and it was a limited edition, and they always go straight away, are the Queen Sticks and the Boss Collection. And I kid you guys not, those are the posted notes that at one point were stuck all around me. Those were the boss collection were the notes that I wrote to myself when I began to build a business and I went to people, I tried to get help, I invested in mentors, I, I did this and it felt like everywhere I went, I was almost met with resistance or the lesson that I got to grow came through a difficult lesson. 
And I had to keep anchoring myself in, you know what, T, if this is on your heart, you're going to make it. You're going to create a way. You're going to find a way. Keep going. Come on, T, keep going. Come on, T, keep going. And sometimes I would have been typing with tears down my eyes. I could have woke up and delivered a class and I spent three days in my bed thinking my way through the next move. Other times I'm just doing and going and it's amazing. But you will hit many different seasons in your life. You will hit many different places where you're asking yourself, you're questioning yourself, am I in the right place? Am I doing the right thing? Is this the correct place for me to grow? Is this the correct space for me to be in? Is this the best place for me to be right now? And we do have those what if moments. But the most important voice is always yours. The most important path is the path that you want to take because inside of you, it might scare you. It might freak you out. Every step you take, your knees might knock and your teeth might, your teeth, you know, your teeth might shatter or shake. Your teeth, apparently. But if you're willing to walk and you're willing to speak and you're willing to take those steps anyway, you'll know what path is for you. You'll know what door is yours. You'll know what window to climb through. And I just pray as a major result of you guys coming into these rooms that more and more and more and more you're waking up to the power of who you really are. You're standing in the window of possibility. You're standing in the doorway of opportunity. You're looking at your life and saying, wow, I get to create something amazing. I get to be a part of something amazing. I get to breathe life into something incredible now. Because if my aunt had breath today, I know that she would be, cre be creating a life that she loved. She would be creating a life that was incredible. And sometimes when our loved ones leave us, we let them take a part of us with them. But I don't do that. I don't do that. I take all of them with me. I actually ask God, what was their intentions and their dreams and their desires? Let it be birthed through me. Fill me up with their wisdom. Fill me up with their knowledge. Fill me up with their spirit so I can stand in a fighting spirit, so I can push in a pressing spirit, so I can live in a light spirit. I used to be scared to ask those type of requests. But I know where the most, the richest place is, and it's the graveyard. Because people died with their dreams in them. People died with their desires in them. But everything is everything and nothing really matters, right? But all that matters is what we make matter. And because I love them, because I love them so much and I'm so grateful, I wanna take anything that mattered within them and I wanna make it matter. So I pray that as we grow and as we evolve and as we open up and we expand, we start looking at death differently. We start recognizing that maybe 
may be living technically is how some people are dying and choosing to die every day because they ain't got no fight. They ain't got no willpower. They ain't got no discernment. Their spirit feels dense and dead. But we're mad when the box closes and the body's put in the ground, but they weren't living. And perhaps when people die, they're tucked into our creator, they're back home, they're at peace. So I pray that while we're living, we can be at peace in the present. We can be comforted by knowing we still got more. We still got breath. We still got life. We still got a fight. We're still resilient. We're still powerful beyond measure. We're still creative. And so let's bring our best selves to the forefront. Let's bring our God self to the forefront. Let's walk in Godfidence. Let's step in confidence. Let's walk in radiance. Let's be radiant. I pray that each and every single one of your lights today, they shine so bright that you recognize if you're surrounded by parasites, as much as you recognize and see where all of the places that your light is touching. Sometimes we're blinded by our own light and we have no awareness as to how much people and things we're touching just by choosing to be light. So I pray that it lands in your spirit today, that you see where your light is touching, that you see just by you waking up today, that you're a blessing to someone and something, that you're called to do something greater, that your presence excites you and excites others, that your light shines so bright that who's not ready for it? Yo, they better get some shades on. They better get some blackers on because we're about to step in our light today. We're about to step in our radiance today. We're choosing to be radiant. And we're not apologizing for who our light offends. We're not apologizing who can't handle the heat. <laughs> we're not apologizing who's not stepping with us because you know what? We're gonna step anyways. We're gonna glow anyways. We're gonna shine anyways. And all I keep hearing is my auntie's song. Keep smiling, keep shining. And you know, and knowing that when you're in the right circles, that that will surround you. Your friends help you to shine. Your friends help you to be a better version of yourself. Your friends bring out that greatness within you. Make sure you're surrounded by the right people. Make sure the language that you speak to yourself is fruitful. Make sure that you're comforted by your own light before you share that with others. Bathe in the ambience of your own soul. Bathe in the ambience of your own dreams. Bathe in the ambience of your own desires and continue to set yourself on fire. Continue to blaze a path that you're so proud of, that you jump out of bed with joy each day. I don't care how tired you are, you get up. You get up because something in you is waking up to the power that you are. Something in you is waking up to the power that you are. So every day you jump with joy to step into a new day and serve light, serve greatness 
serve being the best that you can be. And on the 12th of December last year, here's what I wrote in my journal. Wow, look at God. Father, it's me again. Rising to say thank you. Awake to being held accountable and open to the experience and joy of a brand new day. Saying thank you so much for blessing me with the abundance of being awake. Today, I make every moment count. Today, I truly embrace my mindset and turn everything around. I am so, so, so aware that the greatest power is now and I'm deeply excited to turn everything around. I am joy, I am blessed, I am present. I'm enjoying life and its divinity and its pure essence. I am a bold, badass queen on a divine mission. I am loving, trusting and enjoying life as the magic happens. I am truly inspired to be a billionaire. I'm excited to have a viral, amazing life story to share. I really have got this. Yo, I really got this. I truly am magic and I am turning everything into gold. I am being a major reflection of practicing all the amazingness that I've been told. Can I really believe my way to what I want? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yes, I can. Oh, yes, I will. Oh, yes, I shall. I haven't been my words in putting out about my vision party, but today is the day. I express freely. I invite amazing people and attract effortlessly. I am bold. I am a queen. I am bright. I post consistently. I build effortlessly. I attract an empire of badass queens to me. I am successful now. I, am an, I have an empire of people who I teach. I have people surrounding me, rooting for me. I am blessed and powerful now. My courses are overbooked and sold out. I am making more in each week than I've ever made all year. My books are selling out. I'm sharing content and continuing to figure it all out. I am bubbly and unique. I am shining boldly and brightly. I'm enjoying and allowing my pen to write out this journey of loving myself, life and others. I deserve to feel good. I deserve to be great. I deserve to have an empire of thousands of people embracing my work in real life and online. I deserve to be confident in creating and asking for what I want. I deserve to be in the arena of continuously experiencing joy. I deserve to know how I can serve. I deserve to wake up every single day and be paid to step into my purpose, to know my purpose and to be my purpose. I deserve to have a flat stomach and a big old ass. I continue <laughs> regular bowel movement and I have a curvaceous, super sexy body with a big booty. I deserve to look amazing and be irresistible. I am kind and beautiful inside and out, and I deserve to live in a beautiful, clutterhouse free with an amazing office. I deserve to be me. I ask and it is given. Amen. And that's just me writing to me. And as you can see, I write in what I am. I write in what I deserve. I write those things in so I can invite them into my life and I speak them out loud. I wanna encourage you guys to continue to write things into your life that you wanna invite into your life, to speak things out loud that you wanna create in your life. You are powerful beyond measure.
and it is your birthright to create the life that you desire.